Welcome to another episode of Senior Quotes. Today we're talking post Super Bowl and some NBA talk. All right, let's get it. I really do. I really got it. Ain't no secret to If I did it, then I had to do What's up, guys, and welcome to another Senior Quotes podcast brought to you by Crunch Time Sports. We're coming off an awesome episode with Tony Reale, and now we're back. Super Bowl's over. We're living in the aftermath of the Philadelphia Eagles finally winning their first ever championship. Well, first, NFL first ever, depression. right? First ever Super Bowl depression. championship. Um, and you, you know that this is going to be the main topic of today's discussion. Uh, I'm Aiden Broderick. I'm joined by Jack Coleman. Jack, how are we feeling right now? I'm feeling good. I mean, as a as a Giants fan, I'm not feeling good, but. You know, nice to see the sports season moving on to its next, uh, you know, Stages. season of change. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so. We got some basketball coming, hockey's coming up. So, you know, it's different. It's not football. It's not the passion that football yeah. brings, but still there. Still something. What a weird what a weird NFL season. I mean, like, so many injuries. I feel like the Eagles capitalized on the strangeness or the weirdness of the year. Um, and I was going to say, they were the one, one of the teams that uh, avoided the injury bug, but not really, because they had Jason Peters go out and Carson Wentz, obviously, as we talked about. But Nick Foles, the, the hero the of the playoffs and the Super Bowl 52 MVP. So um, let's get right into it. Uh, I have two quotes from the NFL today. I think you do, too. Yep. So um, the current record is 4-3 and three for Jack. He uh, is on a three-game winning streak, and I'm looking to... Undefeated in the yeah, new year. <laughs> I'm looking to get my first win in 2018. So we'll, we'll see if that's going to happen today. Um, all right. <clears throat> this is the first quote from the NFL. Just tell me who, it, uh, who sang it. Um, I'm definitely going to look at my future for sure. I'm going to sit down the next couple of weeks and see where I'm at. Ooh. Um, this is someone, I guess, thinking about retirement. And the two big names that come up in retirement are both Gronk and Brady following the Super Bowl. And I'm pretty sure Brady right out just said that he was coming back. So I'm going to go that this is Gronk. And it actually is Rob Gronkowski. So yeah. do you get a point? Um, and let's just talk about how absurd that is. I mean, not really, because Gronk is coming off of an injury in the postseason. And he did appear in the Super Bowl. but um, And he looked really good on that one drive, especially where he had four catches and the touchdown. I think that was 60 a, or exactly. 70 yards. That was one drive. Before that, they weren't even using it. Yeah. It was ridiculous. You yeah. have the greatest tight end of all time, like I've been saying, and you're just completely not using him. Brady was like, oh, <laughs> to win this game, we need to get it to Gronk. And, you know, once they did that, they got a touchdown right. He had the one. Um, and he was making great catches. But even still, there was a couple, or maybe one or two, where uh, Brady was just missing him or yeah, I off mean, target. And Brady, I Brady started to look... Not, I don't want to say old, because obviously he is older yeah. as a player, but he's still been playing great. He was starting to look inaccurate and inconsistent for the first time, and I, I don't know how long, you know, if ever, honestly. And it was almost scary. You know, he was missing Gronk. He dropped that one pass, but that's just because he's slow. As, it's not a, yeah. <laughs> part, uh, what you call it? Uh, catching isn't part of the, the TB12 diet. Right, right. Uh, Giselle, Giselle that, said that, that too. That's strawberries or not. Giselle said he can't throw and catch the ball at the same time, and that's what she was talking about apparently. Um, but, yeah, I, Brady's going to come back. I think Brady's still going to play for two or three more years. Um, I, I'm not sure if they reach another Super Bowl, though. I, think, I, I honestly I, I, think that I, this is it. I, you're starting to see Gronked out his return. You're, you're seeing the offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator both leaving, yeah. getting head coaching positions. Uh, who knows how Belichick is going to end in 
New England, where he's going to go, yeah. if he's going to return, stick with Brady. Because he kind of got screwed over because he wanted Garoppolo to start taking over. So I really just think the organization is on the downfall. I think they're still good. I think they'll still yeah. probably be a playoff team. I just I don't know if they're going to have that same magic that brings them to the Super Bowl as many times. Yeah, well, Vegas named them the 5-1 to Super Bowl 53 favorites, followed by the Eagles, who are 8-1. and Want to hear my hot take for next yeah, year's Super Bowl? sure. I'm going Raiders, and I don't even know. I don't even know on the other side. Are you saying, I, you're I, saying the Raiders? I am saying the Raiders. The I like AFC Gruden, and I, like, I think Derek Carr is going to really come into his own, especially with Gruden helping him out. And they have so many young star players like Amari uh, Cooper. Cooper and Khalil Mack. So I really think that that's the team to beat next year. Um, that's interesting. I just and plus one, one win, one Super Bowl win for Oakland. That's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Before, before, they, they, leave, yeah. before they leave. I, I don't trust Marshawn Lynch as the lead back. Uh, Me neither. I, he's, he's getting older. He's getting slower. And he doesn't seem to be that workhorse that he was in Seattle before his first retirement. He's no longer so, beast mode. He's not. He's, I mean, he's, he's, a, he's big, average. He's a, average. He's a power yeah. back, but he's an aver- average, average mode. mode. Yeah. mode. It's not beast. It's an M. <laughs> well, uh, back to Gronkowski. His house was robbed. Uh, <laughs> that's so. It's so sad. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Like, it's definitely I, an Eagles fan. I, it's in it's in Massachusetts. I'm almost thinking it's an outraged Patriots fan, you know, which is just what, like what did Gronk do wrong? Come he on. didn't. He he had a great game, especially that one drive, and I think that that's absurd. And I don't think it's going to help his call uh, his case to keep playing football. You know, like that's pretty disappointing. You know, like they, you're away in uh, Minneapolis or Minnesota, just playing like the game of your life. I know Gronkowski's already won a Super Bowl, but. That that's you know to to add on to the news that you just lost a Super Bowl to hear that your house has been robbed is just terrible. Probably, it's probably fake news. It's probably Belichick t- telling someone <laughs> to rob the house, and Belichick's gonna bring them in next season and be like, "Are you kidding me? Right after that loss, you got robbed. Like, you're gonna let that happen to you? How can you quit now? No, you need to come harder." And then it's another Super Bowl, and Gronk gets MVP. That's what's gonna happen. All right, there's your hot take <laughs> that's of the a hot day. Take of the day. Wow. <laughs> All right, with that, we'll get to Jack's first quote of the day. Okay. All right. Um. All right, all right. <laughs> Just, oh, oh, here he comes. Yerp. Oh, my gosh. Uh, our guest for today is here, and he makes his entrance. Quinn Kiernan. I'm driven in Europe right now. How are you feeling? Uh, I've never felt such joy in my life, and I never will again. Wow. Oh, wow. All wow. right. Not even if the Eagles win again. No. The first is always the sweetest. Okay. All right, all thanks right. for having me, guys. <laughs> All right. Oh, all right. Come back. So now that Quinn's here, I'll change this up. So my quote, I think the big thing is don't be afraid to fail. I think in our society today, it's a highlight reel. And then some other stuff, but I'm not a hero. I'm not Superman. Who said it? I'm not a hero. I I do have a guess on who this is. I... I mean, I'll come. I'll just say I think it's the Super Bowl MVP Nick Foles. It is, and I it just is. think that's cool. He says like I'm not a superhero, you know, because he is right now. Like Philadelphia's superhero is Nick Foles. Yeah. I think he had a tremendous game to counter Tom Brady's 500. Build yards. a statue. They, they should build a <laughs> they statue, should. Nick Foles. They I, I mean, maybe put like Foles and Wentz on the same right one. now. They're oh, gonna build right a statue. Front. Yeah, half front of CBA. Yeah. Uh, Obviously, on defense, I think it was Brandon Graham who got the strip. Um, is that right? It was Brandon yeah. Graham. Derek Barnett recovered it. Yeah, and I, but I do think that Foles would be the hero of that game. Uh, to step in and fill in for Wentz when um, even Eagles fans said we're not favorites now with Wentz gone, and they were the underdogs throughout the entire postseason. But they looked like the best team out there. You may remember won. December 11th, my oh. existential depression after it was Doug Peterson announced <laughs> that Wentz would be out for the season. Yeah, I, do. I don't think I speak to anyone for weeks. 
I mean, I think it was rough. I had no faith. And look at look. But Nick Foles did. Months, does. Yeah, Nick Foles did apparently. Yeah, yeah. and and Wentz always did in Foles. Like all those yeah. like, inspirational Instagram posts saying like that's my brother out there. Like I think Carson was such a good sport. Well, yeah. it's cool for Wentz because like even though this was his season, like where he absolutely dominated early, like he's still young and. Oh, this yeah. was, I mean, this is a sophomore season. Yeah, so like winning a Super Bowl when you're not the starting quarterback because of an injury isn't as much of a blow when you're young like this because you know there's so much more to come. That's true. And let's let's say for example, like Dak had won, like for Tony Romo, like that kind of hurts. You know what I mean? Yeah. But when you're the young guy, it's like, oh, this is cool. Like yeah. we're just getting out here. And I think the Eagles are set for a while because they have like some guys that they have yeah. locked down too. So pretty much all the core players are yeah. locked in for a while. Yeah. Um, Besides, I mean, LeGarrette Blunt's well, contract. I was about stuff. to say, actually, though. They have Jay Ajayi now, and they have Corey Clement. LeGarrette Blunt isn't that good. It's just that the Patriots' defense <laughs> it is great. No, the Patriots' no. defense was not good. No, Anytime no. LeGarrette Blunt can have no. that kind of game, you know just how bad the opposing defense no, look, is. No, look at... Look, Eric Blunt had a great season. <laughs> Listen. I watched every minute of every single game. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't think he's good. All right, so what about his touchdown against the Falcons? He had a great game then. Okay, sure. I just think Jay Ajayi is... Fine. I think you just stick oh, well, with Jay Ajayi. I'd say Jay Ajayi's better. This is why I, I always root for Aiden. <laughs> I mm, well, <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't know. Um, <clears throat> that's, but getting back to Foles, um, yeah. it, it actually <laughs> gave me flashbacks of Tua from the. Uh, did you see the tweets? The like, did you see the tweets like Patriots should put in uh, Tua like this half, and he like retweeted. He's like, he said like. Something like I don't want to rush to that or something like he well, wants to keep playing. I mean, because two is awesome. Two, right. is, two is the guy now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like the two of them, they the two of them, the the two of them, they right, now <laughs> they both came into this role unexpectedly. They both had a fantastic game, almost a perfect game. Foles, I think, had a perfect game. I think he played even better than the Vikings game, which was insane compared mm-hmm. to the yeah. caliber like that Patriots team. Um, but yeah, Foles just came into his own here. He really was in the zone. Nick was Nick. He fantastic. There's nothing more to say. He just had the perfect game. Yeah. Well, as two Giants fans, I think we're both a little speechless on that as well. But uh, it was just a cool watching game. the game. It was a good I mean, game. well, For, as a football fan, it was a good the game. The most, the most yards ever, most total yards ever in a Super Bowl over because the defense was terrible. In that game. <laughs> both there was, defenses. There was no defense. It took, it took until the fourth quarter for Brandon Graham to make that strip sack. It almost felt like I was watching like. A Madden game, especially with like no punting either. One punt, right? There was the one punt. Yeah, so, yeah, Eagles punted yeah. once. Yeah, it felt like Madden out there, which was I. That's fun, especially for a Super Bowl. I, I liked it. A lot yeah. of offense. I don't know what it was like to watch it without a, without having it was a heart attack the entire time. But it was a good. I game. imagine it was one of the most entertaining Super. Bowls. It was. Oh, it was entertaining. I thought it was entertaining. I, for some reason, I do think last year's. Was better though. So some people say I think last year's was good for one quarter. Yeah, like that it wasn't close till the end. But I yeah, thought, but I thought that that's was why it the comeback was crazy. Yeah. This yeah. game was just back and forth the entire time, which is which is still 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 yeah. really good. But exactly. I just think Fine. a comeback is cooler <laughs> than going back and forth. Well, the Fine. fact the fact that the Patriots even got the lead in the fourth quarter made it that much closer, you know, and feels like it was back and forth. And honestly, that last. Uh, Hail Mary or whatever. Right? I thought it was Hail caught. I thought, yeah. yeah, I mean, it could have been. It could have been caught. That was one of those that was just up in the air. If it landed in the right way yeah. and someone snagged it, that could have been a touchdown. That could have been it. And, and it seemed like that was, was one of those Patriots kind of plays where it would have ended like that. It was one of the great coaching performances in a Super Bowl, though, from Peterson. Oh, 
He was incredible. Oh, he did call some. Well, what do you say? Like, go if you if you coach conservative, you go eight and eight. If you coach aggressively, you win a Super Bowl. Like yeah. something like that. And I mean, that's the only way to beat the Patriots. Yeah, is to come, that's I the mean, problem that the right. Jacksonville Jaguars had. I think so, so the too. the obvious one is the Philly special, the touchdown the catch Hedge from Foles. Yeah, yeah, that was awesome. And, or, that was cool. And so and that was fourth down. You either go up six and a half time or do that. And obviously, it's way better. And that was perfect that it came after Brady's miscatch. I love that because <laughs> oh, yeah. it was just like, oh yeah, we can do it even. better. And people said catch. people were saying, or the announcers even during those plays said both were going to be turning points, and they were because Brady was wide open. I mean, sure he's slow as molasses, but yeah, I, I agree. Anyone can tell that Chris yeah. Collinsworth was very biased there. But as a Giants fan, especially, I'd rather listen to Collinsworth than Joe Buck. That is that's, very just, true. that's just me. I that mean, is very true. Now, have you guys talked about the Ertz and climate catches yet? Any of the controversy around? That? No. So no, actually. I think the Ertz one is good. And the Clement, the Clement I'm, I'm not sure about it. I, I thought think, that one should have been called right, So the Clement oh, one? the Clement one was where he barely got the second foot in. Yeah. Right? I don't well, no, think, that was the third foot, but he bobbled it. Oh, he, uh, he, like, yeah. When he's trying to tuck it in, it kind of moved a little bit. Was. So it, was, it depended on whether he lost possession there, because then it would... First the instinct there foot. for me was it wasn't a catch. For Ertz, I thought the entire time it was, because he, he became a He became a runner. Yeah, if you want to use that phrasing that the NFL always uses... And always gets it wrong, I feel like. No, he I had control. Yeah. He had control, landed on it, two, three, was it. Yeah. What I think is the Clement catch was whatever it was called on the field, you should keep it that way, whether it was a drop or a catch, because it was so close. I don't think there was evidence either uh, way. I, I just and, didn't think that one was good. And then with the Ertz one, um, a lot of people are saying it was just like the Jesse James one. I'm going to act this out for... Oh, man. Oh, okay. So Jesse James... Rolling. Yeah, all right. So Jesse James caught it. Landed and as he was landing, turns around the ball drops. Right. Okay. He did not take three steps like Ertz did. True. Ertz tucked the ball in and to, then turned. Then extended and then it. Dove. Yeah, which okay. is a football play. Then they say yeah. it's like the Dez one. I I no. thought Dez. I guess this is. <laughs> I thought Dez was on, was going to the ground not by his own power. It was just he was taken down. He never tucked the ball in. The steps he did take, he was already going to the yeah, ground. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think Ertz went. I, I think it was definitely a catch, and they were different plays. The Jesse James comparison came up for me immediately, like with the controversy, like during the play. I just immediately thought, like this could be overturned because the Jesse yeah. James one was, I was really worried. Yeah, I mean, and if that is overturned, which would have been so controversial, I mean, what is it, fourth down, right? If that wasn't complete, yeah. And then they have they another high pressure situation. The field goal yeah. Well, if you told me there was going to be two controversial touchdowns, I or three. Three, I would have thought it was going to be from the Patriots. Yeah. But the fact that the Eagles were getting the calls in this game was huge, considering in the postseason what the the Patriots got one call against them, right? I mean, during that game, I think there was only one penalty I, call against the Patriots. Yeah, I just false. Start. I like this because I hate when people complain about the refs and stuff. I just think it's annoying. So like the fact that there is nothing to complain about for people against the Patriots, I think. That's a good thing going. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know what the third controversy was that I'm referring to? No. People said that the Eagles had a legal formation on the trick play touchdown. I was thinking that when I watched the replay, like where Foles was lined up. You have to have six people in the line of scrimmage, and the argument was that Alshon was was he behind or on the line of scrimmage, and it's just a judgment call that's up to the ref. Mm-hmm. And you can see Alshon kind of motion to the ref to yeah. see if he's okay. okay. And the ref, I mean. Yeah, he yeah. seemed okay. So it was that, more of a judgment. That would have been the most controversial. Yeah. Like if they overturned that for an illegal formation, obviously they would have just replayed it, but that would have been ridiculous, yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. Um 
I honestly, I think it was a fair job by the refs. I heard people yeah, complaining about missed pass interference calls on oh, both sides, on. and I was just saying, like, I think it was fine. If they let it go in the moment, I, I was very upset about the two point conversion. They threw it to Clement, and the second two point conversion. Oh. Threw it to Clement, and he kind of got a push call. right before. I thought there they was were no both call. pushing each other though. Was yeah, that, that one I thought was clean. I remember the one where. There was maybe like, I think it was Jalen Mills, had his arm locked, maybe just barely, and I think they did call that yeah, one. Yeah, they called defensive hold. Um, people were saying it was a little bit close. Third down, too. I really thought that was people just trying to blame the referees yeah. for giving the Patriots a call, but I honestly thought that that was the right call. I think they did a good job. Yeah, the I, I mean, yeah. they did fine. Honestly, the less calls, the better in a game like this, where it's in front of national right. television and everything. You can never get it exactly right, though. People yeah. are always going to complain. Exactly, you know, but so the fact just, that there was so few... On both sides, I think that was great. Because yeah. if it was one-sided, like, you'd have to hear it all the time from Patriots fans or Eagles fans. And right. The way that it was played was perfect. If, it would have been an absolute mess for the NFL, though, if either of those, if either the Clement or Ertz call were overturned. Cause oh, for sure. Yeah. You heard a day or two before Goodell saying how it needs to be changed. I'm very worried about it. There you go. I mean, I do think that the cashing calls are... As big of a problem almost as the injury bug that went around in the league this year because so many games were determined because of it. So um, with that, I'm going to get into my second NFL quote. So about a couple of years ago, there was a time where I was thinking about hanging up the cleats. And I think as people, we deal with struggles. And that was a moment in my life where I thought about it and I prayed about it. I'm grateful that I made the decision to come back and play. This is holy man himself, Nick Foles. It is. It's another Nick Foles quote, and I don't feel like this needs too much more analysis, but I do have a bonus quote that I meant to use last week when okay. we also right. talked about Nick Foles. And I didn't get a chance because obviously with Tony, he had a lot of things to say, and it was such an yeah. awesome experience. Uh, I feel like we shouldn't be plugging this in the middle of the episode, but if you haven't listened to that yet, please go and listen to it after this. It was such a fun time, and I think we had some really awesome discussions. Yeah. We'll but hope to see him soon again. Hopefully, yeah. Okay. On Nick's senior day at Arizona, said Kyle Quinn, full center at the University of Arizona, he actually let our backup senior quarterback start on his senior night because he had never started a game before. I just think that really shows Foles' character. Yeah. Um, I, I've always liked him because we share the same birthday, January 20th. I don't know why, but I, I was looking through my football calendar I have today. And it was like birthdays and January 20th, Foles right there. I've always liked the guy, and I think he and Wentz are both really down-to-earth, cool guys. Which hurts me to say almost because as a Giants fan, I don't want to like any Eagles, but both of those guys and what they've been saying throughout the year has been awesome. I mean, it's just uniforms, man. <laughs> it's just uniforms I playing think against each other. Yeah. The special thing about this Eagles team, and of course, I'm only 18 years old. I don't know what it was like, although I, I kind of wish I knew it, what it felt like to win after waiting 50 years, but uh, I was listening to Doug Peterson on WIP 94.1 this morning, okay. and he was saying, they're saying how... Approximately time. Uh, 8 a.m. he came oh, okay. on. Okay. So they're saying how <laughs> the special thing about this Eagles team is that the bond between the the uh, fans and the, and the team is unlike anything before, mm. and I think that started with the character of Wentz and eventually with Foles, because Wentz was such a leader. Um, you know, he's... I don't want to compare him to TJ McConnell, but uh, oh, wow. <laughs> I love TJ McConnell. Just plugging TJ here, and then uh, TJ. Uh, oh, when I thought TJ. TJ was on JJ Reddick's podcast. He was so last week. Was so great. plug for JJ. <laughs> right, right, plug for JJ. Wow. Um, all right. So anyway, but Carson just—I think he really set the tone for the whole team. Malcolm Jenkins was an incredible leader, and I think that because everyone was so um, invested and 
Wentz was such a leader. There's so many leaders on this team that people just really felt a connection with it, and you kind of knew there was something special about them. The Philly fan base is, is either they love their team or they hate them, and I think after the whole Namdi Asamoa, Vince Young, I don't know because there, there's no, they a just, lot. They of, just get frustrated, right? And I mean, they're one of they're just like New York uh, for the Yankees, where they expect only winning teams, you know, for good reason. But finally, Philly gets that team that they could really trust with what a thirteen and three, fourteen and two record, 13 and, thirteen and three, and I mean. As I was, or I wanted to say, I think Wentz wins the MVP if he finishes the season. Definitely, um, definitely. It only ha- it went to Tom Brady. I actually thought he still should have got it. Uh, so did I. I thought I he should have. Doug been Peterson should have won Coach of the Year. <laughs> oh, he got one you. vote. Yeah, I, I, I knew he was going to be McVay, and I actually agree with it. But I think Peterson deserved more recognition for yeah, that. Yeah, I you agree. Know? Uh, especially, I mean, that's voted on before the Super Bowl, but especially yeah. after winning it, you know, he showed that he yeah, coached Belichick. He yeah. beat Sean McVay. In the game, Wentz went down. Foles come, came in the end That's of the fourth quarter. Foles against his old team, yeah. Um, going back to the Eagles fan base, I absolutely love it, to be honest. Like, I don't care how crazy they are or how violent, and everyone absolutely hates on them and says <laughs> this is disgusting for sports. Shut up. You wish you wish you were a part of that fan base. If that was a Giants fan base or if that was some other big-name team, if the Warriors fans did that, Ooh. like no. people wouldn't <laughs> care. They'd absolutely no love it. No, they'd absolutely love it. They would still be wanting to join in and go out into the city and just be with one another in that special moment. I feel like that's something wow. that every fan yearns for, to just <laughs> exclaim their support of their team. Well, first of all, it would never happen for the Warriors because they're all bandwagoners anyway. But, of course. Um, I'm just saying, like, I, I in Philly, San Fran. You Philly know, just has that, you know, connection that's one of the strongest of any city to their team, uh, which is why I'm trying to say that they either love their team or they hate them because if they're not doing well... Philly's the team or the fan base that's going to tell them that they're not. I mean, trust the process. People love the Sixers when it was... I mean, yeah, but they fired. Allen. They still fired Hinky, and now, yeah, the, 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 now that's happening. The fans, happening. right. Right, right. Well, not really, but... Exactly. <laughs> it's happening now that they're winning. Yeah, I mean... I think that this is... Listen, I'll be at the parade there saying it's yeah. all I'm thinking about. I mean, for good reason, I think I'll be... And where, where are you going to be located? Uh, well, we're talking about that now. Actually, we're gonna take a we're gonna get in the, a hotel, okay, so that we don't have to drive in Wednesday morning or Very Thursday good. morning and try to find parking. But I'm thinking either we go to the end at the art museum because you you'd think I don't want to go along the middle of the route because I'll just go by and that's it. <laughs> yeah, no. But also Center City would be. No, I don't know. We're gonna. This is something we're gonna have to consider. I'm going to tell you that you should go to the end. Yeah, that's what I think. Art I think museum, that's cool. It's a nice. It's nice. It's, it's, <laughs> it is. It's gonna be a cool moment no matter what for sure. All right, Jack. Your second quote. Or, All right. Yeah. Real short. Uh, they gave up on me. Uh, Malcolm Butler. Yes. Yeah. That's an easy one. <laughs> I, I just had a gut feeling. Yeah. That. Um, Malcolm yeah. Butler. That was weird. Did he play at all? No. One that's, special team snap. That's one special team. That's absurd. <laughs> I mean. Um, so in a game that's as close as this, you don't know if Malcolm Butler could be that deciding factor if he was in yeah. um, that corner. But uh, there were rumors uh, about him being sick. Um you know, there was some issues at practice or something, or not showing up in sure. that time or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, to not start him, that's a Belichick move. Of course. I mean, it, this is another thing, almost like a Saban move. I, Belichick and Saban, to me, are kind of similar. It's like <laughs> they didn't they, win. They didn't win the same year. But yeah. if they, <laughs> if they don't, if they do something and it works out. It's like they, like they, they were absolute geniuses. But if it doesn't, then they're like it's the same thing as Jalen Hurts. Just taking out for two, yeah, it actually is. It totally is. Well, I mean, 
if they take him out and Tua doesn't perform that well, they don't. I don't know. What would you say? Because Jalen had a pretty bad first half. Like, well, they said Malcolm Butler was terrible all week in warmups. And <laughs> he apparently was sick. That's one thing that the Belichick said. He was sick. Said. He came a day. He came a day late. He broke a, like a minor team rule apparently, okay. and they said he wasn't doing well in practice. Which then, I mean, David Tyree wasn't doing well in practice. <laughs> David Tyree didn't do anything in practice. I feel so like either way, this guy has experience. If you just he throw won someone, a Super Bowl, exactly. He won if you just Super Bowl. throw someone else yeah. out there in a week's notice, it's right. not going to go over. They had that one interception off the bobble, which I thought was a really heads up play by whoever caught that. Yeah. Um, but I don't. I think he was a safety. I don't think that was one of the cornerbacks replacing him. Yeah, it wasn't Gilmore. It was you, covering. Outside. Yeah. You, Gilmore on Alshon was a great matchup. I know they said that they were like one of them was they the went best to man. South Carolina together. Yeah, one was the best man in the other's wedding, which was pretty cool. But I think uh, maybe Aguilar or somebody Butler would be a good matchup there. He's kind of a he's a shorter cornerback, maybe a nickel guy, but he makes plays as he showed when he won the Super Bowl against the Seahawks. Um, Some more right. gas coming in. Yeah, we got cool. Three people here. I've never been here before. <clears throat> Well, I don't know what you're going to nope. add to the conversation. No but, okay, all right. Are we um, talking football? Yeah, we're finishing the football conversation. Talking about practice? Do it. No, we're talking about the actual Sweet game. Alan Iverson joining us today. <laughs> yeah. The game or what? Uh, yeah, we're talking about the, the Super Bowl. The big game. I want to hear who all you guys were cheering for, because obviously the three of us, and we know. But uh, I was cheering for a tie, and then <laughs> next I was cheering for um, my pool. Okay. Numbers eight and three. You're crazy. Didn't yeah. happen, but yeah. you're crazy. Okay. Also, uh, Brian, what about you? I was cheering for the Patriots because you're I'm, crazy. I'm, go- I'm going to school in Boston next year. Right. Right. That's, that's, that's I true. I got it for Tom. Yo, <laughs> I love Tom. <laughs> reason. And oh. Will, Will, were you watching the game? Tom was a poor yeah, sport. So yeah, so right. I watched the entire game. That's a first. That's a first. Shut up. Favorite commercials you want to go around? Uh, I did not pay attention. Well, it's got to be the Eli commercial. I need to argue oh, with you. I, I need to argue with you. All right, here we go. Here we go, guys. No one's okay. mentioned the Scientology argument. I love the Eli commercial. No. And yeah. this Wait, let finish. him talk. Go That's ahead. kind of rude. And this guy over here That's my show. is speaking blasphemy. <laughs> yeah, all right. Get off my show. Your show. Get off. So Jack here thinks that he's a macho man for saying, I don't like the commercial. It's not funny. Well, you know what? It is. Even, oh, I don't care. They had a thirteen, three and thirteen season. You know what? It doesn't matter. The point is. I think that's what's. When are you seeing Eli? It, when are you seeing Eli so be that mobile? Mm. It's, it's a, a joke. <laughs> it's a joke. No, it's the fact that they stink so much and they're celebrating. And if you look at Jack right now, he has like a muscle suit under his shirt. With like a suit. <laughs> okay, here we go. No, very serious. What about the Morgan Freeman commercial? No, all right, before, before we get to that, before we get to that, we're getting to this. And then I'm gonna rebuttal. First of all, we had an absolutely terrible season. Go birds. This whole commercial Get was about us working on stupid crap during practice. Oh. Yeah. But who the season was pointless as well. Listen, if this was season, just man. like let let what's a t- touchdown if it was the one commercial, like the last one where they did the dance, I'd be a little more accepting of it. Why did four commercials? That made it better. It probably took like thirty minutes out of one day practice. Why outrage? Why outrage? They probably recorded the week before the Super Bowl. No, I'm not a gracious fan. Not obviously. Second of all, the NFL could have easily with the other. Three commercials before this, right. leading up to it, they could have used other teams to do ridiculous uh, celebrations like that, it. too. But instead, they <laughs> isolate the Giants and make us look like complete idiots. That is not true. No that one was thinking. They don't look yes, like idiots. When I was watching that commercial, I wasn't like, they wow, probably the Giants are really idiotic. They probably right picked the Giants out of all the teams because the Patriots, Eagles, both yeah. lines of the Giants. Yeah. Listen. Did you see how many commercials? No, and because Odell's like, yeah. the cure was about Giants. It was like all New York based. 
It doesn't matter. So oh, you, wait, 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 I bet you like the Scientology commercial. No, I hated that commercial. Wait, hold on. I didn't hate it. Just random. Thirty seconds of blackness. That like. Right before the cut. I actually turned off my TV. That's not the point. I have an opinion on the Giants commercial. Odell, he was hurt the entire season. Landon Collins was out for the end of the season, and Eli was getting benched, which means I don't care. He can do whatever he wants in practice. He's Eli Manning. This was the end of the season. Instead of working on like physical therapy, we get to watch. Yes, they're healthy now. Commercial that's him like doing stretches, yeah. right? Yeah, no, yeah. they just didn't need a commercial. Yes, they did. Or they could just have Eli throw some shade at Brady or something. <laughs> I don't know. It wasn't. That's not who Eli is. You're not going to see Eli be like, Brady's a good quarterback. Like that's just not him. <laughs> Eli's wholesome. Yeah, sarcastic. All right, the NFL was trying to advertise how celebrations have come back this year, and yeah. I think they did it yes, perfectly. Exactly. I think it was great. I agree, but just don't use our team next time. Thank you. How about uh, right. your outrage yeah. is ridiculous. Who needs to know the And no one, yeah. no Jets. one. <laughs> yeah, use like some random. Nobody knows any player in the Jets. Yeah, so, okay. exactly. Dude, there the Giants, the Giants, and, 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 and to the rest reality. of the country, yeah, 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 to yeah, the rest yeah. of the country, the Giants are a random team. It's just that it's our mm. fan base. Yeah. No. Use Blake Bortles and Leonard that's Fournette. Not a oh, so the team that lost the playoffs, they yes, could have been working on the playoffs. But they're now as big as public faces. Exactly. Like, you know, so the only team you could have used was the Eagles because they won. No, your <laughs> argument against yeah. this is perfect because that <laughs> means that no matter what team, this commercial makes them look stupid. Mm. It doesn't. No, it doesn't. It's no, it's it's no one really is funny. thinking that. It's Super Bowl commercials are supposed to be funny. I get it. This was a funny commercial. I get it. But there was too much buildup. I have told you, I'm fine if it's the one commercial. The fact that there is a buildup to this is ridiculous. Eli probably took like 30 seconds to say yeah. whatever he had to say. Yeah. It, I think it was like three times, and then they're all short dancing. This was not, no, like, listen, how? this was not during an actual practice. They probably filmed this after yes. the season was over. Right? Yes. But I'm saying so then, this you portrays just, You just went against no, yourself. No, because I'm saying this port, this portrays that they do this during mm. the regular season. That is no, it not doesn't. True at all. No, yes, no, it no. does. Yes, it does. When you have such a bad season as they did, that's what it makes it look like they didn't take this season. Let's skip Bayless' take of Group vote, group vote. Everyone say I if you think this is funny. I. I. I think it's fine. No, we're out. Everyone leave. Senior quotes is fake news. Alright, Jack's saying it was funny, but that it made us look like a joke. Yes. I don't agree with it. Kind of like to Pencers was an indictment of ours. Listen, I <laughs> laughed during it. <laughs> Alright, well, we gotta keep moving on here. Alright, thank you guys for we're having just, me on. We're just not gonna agree yeah, with Jack. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm kind of happy you guys came in. That was a, that's the discussion yeah. we needed in here, yeah. Well, uh, thank you for having me. Brian Hampton is signing out for now. Thank you. Oh, well, uh, what's your favorite? Twitter North handle, Eastern. Instagram handle? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't have social media, so please follow at LinkedIn, maybe? on Twitter for more Would you, LinkedIn, LinkedIn? Would you like to put in yeah. a plug? Is there anything that you're plugging right now? Anything going on for you that's great? <laughs> yeah, I get Well, Northeastern Rowing is All right, Northeastern Rowing. going on next couple years. They just lost the beanpot. Oh, oh, and North Eastern Hockey, very good. Very good. Cool. Oh, that's all right. Um, <laughs> bye. My favorite commercial or series of commercials, okay. the Tide commercials. Thought Tide was great. Everything is a Tide commercial. Oh, I, they were so good. They were not the one where Mr. Clean was on. No, the one, it was that like, one got me. Yeah, that, one that got was me. hilarious. So did the Old Spice one. Yep, that yeah, one got me. I think they were great. Um, all right, let's move on because we don't have much time. Go to NBA. We're going to run a little late, but that's all right. Let's get into these NBA ones. Uh, this is a two-parter. This is uh, who said it and who's it about. Okay. Look at what he does for our team. A dynamic guard like that, a guy who can score and pass, do whatever. I think he showed everybody why he's going to be the MVP, not even going to be close. Ooh. Who said it, who's it about? Right now, my leading MVP is Harden. Oh, God. 
so that's who I'm kind of leaning towards. Uh, I can't think of another, unless it's Westbrook, again, for MVP. But, like, those are the two guards that I think of when I think MVP. Okay. So I'm just going to say Harden. Okay, but who said it? Um, I'm going to say Chris Paul. Jack Coleman has finished a perfect game on senior quotes. I wow. don't know if it's ever happened wow. before. So but how are you? Awesome. But you're gonna win, right? Still, uh, we might know. have our first tie because I, I think I have two points. Yeah, um, I got one. We'll see. We'll see. Let's talk about me. James Harden real quick. I, I remember. Sorry. I remember talking. <laughs> I remember talking <laughs> with. Uh, yeah. Pull yours to develop. I remember talking with um, Julian Greca a little bit, and he said you got to talk about James Harden's 60-point triple-double. Yeah. I mean, that's insane. I think that's MVP numbers if I've ever seen them, and I think Chris Paul's right. I think this is the... We're forgetting that he was basically almost MVP last year, too. Yeah, yeah. I believe so. And then I think Leonard was third or something. Yeah, yeah I think I think Harden's got to be the first sure MVP. Um, he, he, he could be close to a triple-double right now, I mean, averaging that, I don't think so because he's not the rebounder that Westbrook is, but he passes it so much more than we give him credit for, and and he scores like this. I think the additions that came in for the Rockets with Chris Paul is much better than the mellow Paul George coming into Westbrook's team. The additions that came in for Harden, because remember, Chris Paul's the one that moved in. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. So, like, he's able to work much better in his situation than Westbrook is because he's loses a bunch of his opportunities for scoring Right. that Harden now gets because right. Chris Paul, I think, is one of the best passers in the league right now, if oh, not for the sure. best passer. Yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure. I know, for I've, sure. I've said it a few times now. I'm, sure. I'm starting to hear myself saying it at this point. But, um, yeah, Paul has Paul got those State Farm commercials because he, he has the assist, right? Yeah. Isn't that what it was all about? And Cliff Harden... Paul. Cliff Paul, rest in peace. I think yeah, they kind of... NBA 2K13, they, my player. Really? That's wow. a, I love that. Um, but, yeah, I think... It's a little early. It's the start of February, but I would say James Harden's my favorite for MVP. Do you guys agree with that? Uh, yeah, I actually agree. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Still early though. Yeah, for sure. Um, damn it. Uh, all right, Jack, get into your final, final quote. Final quote. All right, NBA. Uh, who said it? Who's it about? Same as your type of thing. It can only get better from here. With his addition, it's just been a lot of fun. He's able to handle the ball. He's a great playmaker. He's doing a great job of adjusting right now. Who said it? Who's it about? Shoot, that's a. Okay, so I no, this is not my answer, but I was leaning towards Blake Griffin. But okay. I don't know if he's a handle and move the ball. I mean, he's one of the best passing big men. But can you just repeat repeat it one more time? It can only get better from here. With his addition, it's just been a lot of fun. He's able to handle the ball. He's a great playmaker. He's doing a great job of adjusting right now. Who said it? Who's it about? Um, as Doug Peterson said, if you want to win the Super Bowl, you got to go aggressive. So I'm just going to say Andre Drummond about Blake Griffin. Yes. Perfect. Yes. Let's go, It's a baby. perfect episode. It's a perfect episode. So we, no way. We tied. Tie we, we tied. It was a great match. Uh, <laughs> okay, so real quick. Um, you got time. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I kind of got it. Thank go. you for having me. Yeah, no problem, Quinn. Congrats Thank on the Eagles. Cheers. Uh, yeah, man. Thank uh, you, sir. Eli commercial was great. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, nope. yeah there we go. Nope. James Clavy making his first appearance there. All right, All right. Real quick, let's analyze this last one. Yeah, so Blake came in. I think that's a great addition for the Pistons. I actually wasn't crazy about it at first um, because I, I, I just don't like two-star big men playing together. Okay. But I think Blake fits in perfectly with Drummond because even Blake can handle the ball at times. And the other night, he sent like a half-court alley-oop or something. Yeah, going. I did. So, that. I mean, like... It just works there. It meshes. It was almost like 
uh, Boogie and AD, when that first happened, I did not like it. I did yeah. not think they'd be able to work well together. But even Boogie, not as good as Blake, but he kind of handles the ball a little bit too. So I guess the way for this to work is get you a nice center who can dunk like crazy yeah. and score like crazy, and then get another big man who can kind of handle the ball. And I, mean, I think it works out. Let's see. So I Reggie Jackson, I don't think he's had the best year so far. He's no. their point guard. They traded away two, well, at least one pretty good piece in Tobias Harris. Yeah. I know Avery Bradley was kind of struggling with the Pistons, but he's still a really good shooting guard. So when I saw that, I also thought the Clippers were the winners because yes. they had, I think, a first round. I think in the end, the Clippers will win out, oh, though. Oh, in, in the long run? Of, yeah. yeah. And plus, they're giving up DeAndre Jordan soon, most likely. They're um, going to have a nice rebuild. Exactly. Uh, they definitely will. I'm pretty excited for that. And, um, you know, a lot of people are saying... Uh, LeBron won't go to LA like for the Lakers. Who knows? Maybe Clippers. We don't. That would be it. something. But I think calling back again to the Tony Reale episode, I don't know if LeBron wants to go somewhere where they are in the middle of a rebuild. They want to go somewhere like the Sixers, where true. they're getting to the end of it, or the Bucks, right? Those yeah. are his two picks. Um, so <clears throat> this quote just reminds me of, like you said, Demarcus Cousins and Anthony Davis with the Pelicans. Those are two guys who are really centers. Both of them can dribble the ball and pass it as well, like you said. But Blake's a true power forward. And I think that's the difference here. The two centers, it's tough because they haven't... The Pelicans are a good team. They should be a top team, in my opinion, because they have the one thing that teams like the Warriors don't, which are two stud big men well, who can make a difference. They lost them now. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but before that, even, I don't think they were doing as well as we thought they should. Now with the Pistons, though, those are two guys who are not, you know, playing the same role. They have completely different roles, as you said. One is Blake, who can move the ball. I think he started to shoot the ball a little more than we have seen in the past, which is pretty cool. And the Drummond, on the other hand, is that true, you know, old-school big man who can finish in the paint and, you know, get boards for sure. So I do really want to see how this team, you know, plays out. I mean, I think Blake will have an easier time meshing in in the east rather than the west and having to yeah. with all that talent out there so yeah and we added true star to the we added true star to the east after paul george moved out west um obviously lebron is the real true star player in Kyrie as well but Giannis. Giannis too yeah and john wall i mean you can go you can go on and on but there's a lot of stars uh all-star weekend coming up either this week or next that should be pretty exciting college basketball's heating up yeah i mean a lot of stuff going on so we'll have more to talk about but for our super bowl episode that's it you hear jack's backpack and everything in the background uh yeah we did cut a little close but all right for jack um we had a tie there pretty good perfect game three and one We'll, we'll say it's still four and three. Yeah. Well, Am I five? Or nah, four? four and I'm three. Four. Yeah. So four and three. Yeah, we'll stick I'm with that. All right, guys, thanks for joining us for this Super Bowl edition. And uh, for Senior Quotes, I'm Aiden Broderick, signing out.